Naked Under Our Clothes, episode five. Yes, bitch, yes. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast about vulnerability and how we build community around vulnerability. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, feedback, please feel free to direct it to the podcast email, which is M like naked, U O C podcast at gmail.com. Okay. So before I get into episode five, I just want to thank all the listeners, um, all the people who have provided feedback, those of you who have taken the time to write very lengthy, very thoughtful responses and send them to the email address for this podcast. I so appreciate it. Um, And, you know, the last couple of topics or last couple of episodes that I had uh, posted um, that I aired, if you will, um, were pretty intense for me, um, only because those were my thoughts in the moment. Those were really raw experiences, experiences that happened um, within hours or days um, of the episode being recorded. And so there was a lot of passion and emotion behind them. And um, given that the topics were were revolving around um, uh, my my place of employment, um, those of you who listen, who I have the pleasure of working with, uh, thank you for reaching out to me specifically to um, to support me and to uh, check in to make sure that I was okay. And I want to make sure to those of you who do not work with me or those of you who work with me but want a break from work, um, I wanted to let you know that this is not supposed to be a podcast that, you know, where I'm airing my grievances or my frustration, frustrations or concerns about work. Um, those particular episodes were specific, um, specifically for me to kind of um, unload uh, so as to not so as to not bring it to work and honestly i'll just say that wasn't the outcome <laughs> so um while there's still you know i'm still in the process of um making repairs and um checking in and providing feedback and receiving feedback um i want to shift uh, the podcast or at least this episode so it's not just a couple of episodes in a row that reflect about work. So I'm going to break it up a little bit and talk about something else that pisses me off. (laughs) Not that uh, my work pisses me off. Most of the time, I love my job so much. Um, But just to pivot for a second, for a quick mick, for a quick mick, for a quick minute, um, I wanted to talk about something that... (laughs) I'm curious, again, about uh, how many of you who uh, actually experience this on a regular basis. So for those of you who know me, you know that I've been on this weight loss journey for God knows how long. Feels like since I was born, I was trying to lose weight, you know. (laughs) But um, I've been on a weight loss journey for quite a while. And, you know, I have uh, dabbled in gym memberships and, you know, you know, doing my own thing. Um, and I, te- you know, I, I, I go back and forth because there's this phenomenon that I experience in the gym that makes me, um, that detracts me rather, detracts me from uh, 
returning, and that is um, being surrounded by fit bitches. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I go to the gym five days a week, and um, that is an outlet for me that has worked, um, especially when I'm consistent. And one of the things that I appreciate about myself is that I, when I get dedicated, I'm pretty dedicated to it. And so I go every morning, um, and I've, uh, I've been going every morning morning um, since the beginning of January, um, or actually mid-December. And I go, and I go to the gym, and sometimes I'm, a, I'm accompanied by a friend, sometimes I'm by myself. Um, usually I find when I'm by myself, this uh, rings truer, uh, this, this particular phenomenon. But um, when I go with a friend, I feel like, okay, well, you know, um, we're both, you know, we know each other, we're comfortable with each other, I feel comfortable making mistakes with you, I feel comfortable, you know, um, being kind of a newbie to this whole gym experience, even though I've been doing it for a while, and um, have been practicing, um, and, you know, trying to perfect the different machines and different um, ways to work out. Anyway, so, you know, I don't, I don't, think that I'm actually kind of novice to this this idea of fitness and I think I, I know a thing or two however you know when I go to the gym I feel intimidated intimidated for a couple of reasons um, but when I'm with a friend a lot of that intimidation goes away and I know that that's something that a lot of people experience but you know, speak into, and it's not to say like, oh, so-and-so doesn't know what the hell they're doing at the gym. No, it's just that, you know, for some reason, your presence makes it less intimidating because I at least know somebody and I can connect with that person and joke around and, you know, feel comfortable. So bring, I bring a little uh, bubble with me, if I will, if, if you will, when I bring a friend or I invite a friend to work out with me. But when I go by myself, and especially in the morning, I go and I notice that I'm surrounded by no nonsense bitches. So we got all sorts of people who have been crushing it for, you know, eons, if you <laughs> I mean, that's what it looks like. Some of these people, I'm like, God, you are like, so like, you know, yeah, yes, yes. So chiseled and so like, you know, and <laughs> um, and for me, it's it's I, I I admire them. You know, I admire their dedication to their physique and their fitness and their health. And uh, it's not to say that people who don't go to the gym do not have dedication to those things. It's just that um, it's it's nice to be surrounded by people who. I aspire to be like, you know, and that I want to have the same level of commitment to this thing that I know is good for me. And, and then, you know, and then I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, God damn, I got a ways to go. Because I'm just like, not even close to some of these people in terms of their physique and 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 that's okay. It's not to say that it's not okay. What is frustrating, however, is that sometimes I find myself avoiding uh, certain situations at the gym simply because I don't want to interact with someone who I might be judged by, which is such a shame, right? But I know that people know what I'm talking about. So say you're going to get a kettlebell or some dumbbells or some some shit, 
and you're you see like a row of people or a couple of people you know sprinkled here and there who are pretty fit around you know the thing that you need to access and maybe you decide that you're going to do something else for a second until people move the fuck out of your way and you don't have to say oop, oop, excuse me oh excuse me, I need to just, I need to pick up this five pound kettlebell that, yeah, I'm, I'm fit. You know, like, you don't want to interact with people and have them like, look at you and say, Oh, really, bitch? Like, come on, you are at the gym, like crush it, you know, like I do. And it's not to say that I actually think that a lot of people think this way. It's that I perceive that people are thinking about me in this way. And it's a bigger issue in society where we have this, this drive or this desire to fit in with all these different people who aren't like us or for whatever reason have a different circumstance um, that gives them the ability to devote more time to this thing that you are just now learning how to devote time to um, and want to eventually get there. But, you know, for me, it's it's hard because I I guess I'm maybe I'm not comfortable with myself or I wasn't um, when I first started going to the gym and um, found myself really avoiding a lot of awkward situations, even like going to classes or being um, surrounded by people on the treadmill or on the elliptical. I would find myself waiting um, for uh, or going at times or trying to go at times where it wasn't so busy or, you know, maybe utilizing machines or going to areas that weren't, um, you know, um, infested with people. Um and this was particularly hard when I was at school, when I was in grad school, and I would go to the gym, you know, during lunch hour or at five o'clock when everybody's ready to go to the gym. And so <clears throat> for me, it was really hard when I was first starting to get into a groove where I felt comfortable with myself. And it's such a shame that people feel that way because here they are trying to do this thing that advances them, but they're so afraid of the judgment that other people might uh, present um, and that as a result um, makes us avoid these situations and I think about that in the context of a lot of um, different things that we want to try and we're maybe not good at or we're new to it and you know maybe we don't pursue them because we don't want to be perceived as not good enough or not working hard enough or why are you here you don't belong here we don't want any of those comments to be directed towards us whether directly or indirectly and yet they are for some reason for some reason some of us just struggle so much with this we're even when we were like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get into it. I'm going to, I'm going to really commit myself to it. We find ourselves falling off the map, falling off these goals, you know, not fulfilling them because we're afraid of the judgment that comes with it when we start something new or when we don't look the part. And I see this showing up and I, I actually experienced something today where, you know, I went to this class at the gym and it's a body pump class. It's like a strength training class. And, um, you know, I, uh, normally I would be accompanied by a friend, a new friend that um, or a friend of mine who we're newly deciding to go to the gym together um, to these classes because it just makes it more fun. Right. But um, she wasn't there. And so it was just me. And I strolled in late, <laughs> which if you saw 
me strolling in late. I had my slides on. And I had like this over oversized sweater. I had my gym bag, and I had all this shit in my in my hands. And I strolled in late, and everybody's already set up. And I'm like, fuck, I know. Where is there even space for me in this class? And I, I find this really really tight spot to squeeze into and all these people who are surrounding me are people who are fit or who have been coming to this class for a while so they know what they need they know how much weight they need to use they know what the moves are going to be and here I am this newbie coming into this class late squeezing myself in amongst people I don't fit in with or I feel like I don't fit in with and I put my shit down and I change my shoes and I'm, sur- you know, surveying the room and I'm like, okay, I need this thing, I need this thing, I need this thing, I need this thing. And I have to scoop between so-and-so and this one and that one and I finally get all my shit together. And I start the class <laughs> and I realize, fuck, I am not ready to do a class like this. I'm not prepared for a class like this. My endurance level is nowhere near matching those who are surrounding me. And it's not to say that there weren't other newbies in the class, but it was apparent that everybody had been working out for 10 fucking years. And so they were all ready to do these things and they were crushing it. And here I am fumbling, stumbling, sweating profusely, trying to keep up with people. And I realize, you know, I'm comfortable enough with myself to now at least to say, okay, I'm not going to be able to keep up with these people. That's okay. I don't need to keep up with them. So I'll go at my own pace. I'll make modifications. I'll, I'll use a lighter weight. But I couldn't help at certain, you know, during certain instances where we had to make adjustments or we're going to go into a new pose or we're going to try a new exercise. And I look around to the people who are right immediately beside me or beside me. And they're giving me these looks. Or again, my perception is that they're giving me these looks. And I'm like... Okay, yeah, 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 I know. I'm not, I'm getting, I'm trying to get the hang of it. But I'm immediately feeling like, oh, I'm being judged. I'm being judged. I don't want to be in this room. I don't want to be in this space. I don't want to participate in this activity with these people who are apparently too good for me and know what's up in this class. And I almost left. I had been there for five minutes and I was like, maybe this isn't for me and maybe I should leave. But then I told myself, no, you deserve to stay. You deserve to participate in a class that you might not be good at. You deserve to learn how to do these moves, these exercises and get better. Just like everyone else deserves to stay. And it doesn't matter how good I am at this or good I am at that. The reality is... People are not even fucking paying attention to me. So why is it that it feels like that? Again, wanting to return to this idea that there's a larger systemic issue. There's a societal problem with this. Thinking that we, we in the spaces that we occupy, people are constantly judging us. And I think about where I get these messages, right? And I think about TV shows where, you know, people get feedback that they're not doing things right or TV shows where, uh, you know, or fitness programs where everybody knows what to do and everybody's good and everybody's fit, you know, like stuff like that or um, 
so I think about that and I think, man, am I really going to rob myself of these opportunities because of this possible perception that isn't, maybe isn't even true. Maybe is just placed in our minds because society wants us to want these things so badly. And I think about when I first started getting into fitness and health and all this different stuff and how hard it was for me to share these things or um, how hard it was for me to to feel comfortable, get to a place where I was comfortable enough to occupy certain spaces. And so I would try to work out at home and I would try to go running. And I remember that I would run either really early in the morning or late at night so I can avoid being watched. I didn't want people to see my fat blobbing all over the place. I didn't want people to see how slow I was running. So I inconvenienced myself for the sake of avoiding situations I didn't even know were actually happening. I'm curious about how many people have these experiences. I know so many, if not all of you, have these experiences. I'm curious about how you've overcome them and and why you've committed to overcoming them. I'm curious about ways that you see it still showing up in your life. How do you see yourself avoiding the gym? And the gym is a metaphor or a uh, whatever, insert the right word here. Um, it's a, it's a, ah, shit, I don't know what the word is, but I guess I'll just say metaphor, figure it out. It's a metaphor for whatever, insert your experience here, insert your, your own gym here. Whether that be work and you're starting out a new career and you're trying something new and you know that you, you want to be doing this thing, but it's new to you and you're afraid that you're going to do something wrong and you're afraid that people are judging you. Maybe it's a new diet and you're transitioning to being vegan or whatever and you have the, the, uh, the eyes on you. Is she going to slip up? Of course she can't be vegan. Of course she can't do that. She loves me too much. That's so stupid. Why would she be doing that? Or maybe you want to share a bit of yourself. Like you're starting a podcast. <laughs> or maybe you're writing poetry or singing for the first time in a crowd. Maybe you join a choir. And you're surrounded by all these people who've been singing for a long time. And you sing just low enough. Just so, ever so slightly. So as to just blend in with the chorus. Maybe you don't show up anymore. Maybe you know how beautiful your voice is, but you don't agree to do the solo. I'm curious about how these things show up, these experiences show up for you. I'm curious what you do to navigate them. How have you overcome it? 
wish that society would address it. That might be an easy question to answer, but really think about it. How do you imagine we as a society could do it, fix it? Yeah, sure, we can all just embrace people. But how do we address our own biases around this? How do we shift this method of thinking, this automatic thought that we are being judged by those who surround us? Even if it's true, even if it is true, how do we move on from that? How do we say, and it doesn't matter? How do we really practice that? I'm hoping to hear feedback on this, and I know that this is a pivot, maybe a pretty significant one, or maybe it's not significant at all. Maybe it still applies to the previous episodes, the most recent ones, but I'm curious about your feedback. I'm curious what your thoughts are. You can send those thoughts. You can send your feedback. You can send your concerns to the podcast email, (laughs) which is N, like Nancy, U-O-C, podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. And until next time.